It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back. The third and final hour of the program. For a lot of you, that's probably good news to hear that there's only one hour left. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. If you want to text in, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on, uh, as I've been mentioning throughout the course of the morning. If you live in Dartmouth and you are concerned about the septic regulations that were being thrust upon you by this committee under the oversight of the Mass DEP, this this clandestine committee that they didn't even want to tell you who was on it at first. It took Chris Michaud, the Dartmouth health agent, and others pushing for them to reveal just who was on this list, uh, on this committee. And then when we saw the names on the committee, you looked at it and you said, well, how is this fair? Uh, that proposed change to your septic system, at least if you live in Dartmouth, and I believe the people in Westport as well, because uh, from what Senator Montigny and, and Representative Markey were saying last night on the program uh, on South Coast tonight, that it's they're going to focus these efforts on the Cape for now, because that's where the data shows there's the highest issue with the nitrogen uh, leaking into the water supply, into the uh, Buzzards Bay water. So this is going to be something that I'm sure will pop up again further on down the line for the South Coast, but that for now. Uh, this, and again, there's no formal announcement yet to say that this will not apply to the South Coast. But uh, the senator and the representative both said that they ex- they expect that that will be the case. They are waiting, obviously, for the Healy administration to announce its plan of action on this and, and, and how it feels on this. So, uh, But they just both said that they had confidence that Dartmouth was going to be spared, uh, that the South Coast was going to be spared from this. And you can hear the uh, interview in its entirety at WBSM.com on the app or wherever you get your podcast from. It's the first hour of South Coast tonight, last evening. And uh, Marcus is also working on a story for WBSM.com and the app about it as well. So that's good news out of last night's edition. Also, tonight they will have some breaking news on the program when they have Counselor at Large, Shane Burgo. So you'll have to tune into that. Uh, that'll be happening at 8 p.m. this evening because at 7 p.m. they have new state auditor Diana DeZoglio on the program and she has been somebody who has been, you know, committed to when she was running for that position, you know, she was committed to staying in regular contact with our audience and, and letting us know about the work that she's doing. Of course, uh, the announcement last week that she is auditing the MBTA, which was something she promised to do. So there's a lot of stuff going on that they can talk with her about uh, on the program this evening. So and of course, we were talking as well about the apology that was issued in a statement last night by Ward 3 City Councilor Sean Oliver. Uh, it's funny how people are, instead of taking the approach of, wow, he he apologized, he he must have learned something from this. Instead, there are people who are coming out and saying, I can't believe he apologized. Like, the, the, the apology doesn't hurt you any, but it makes the people who felt hurt by what he shared feel a little bit better about his governance, right? But the apology doesn't hurt you any. You're still free to be a jerk and post whatever you want on your social media if you want to. 
you're not an elected official. People aren't concerned that you're making policy decisions based around what they are afraid are your innermost thoughts and feelings. And as I said earlier, there's a difference between posting, I think that people should use the bathroom of the gender that they, of the, uh, the biological sex that they had at birth. Or if you want to say, uh, I think there should be more of a focus on teaching children, I, I guess if I had to take the meme and try to put it into prose, I would say teach children how to drive a standard shift vehicle as opposed to wanting to change the sex they were born with. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the prosaic, prosaic translation would be of, of that meme, but... You know, if, if you put that out there as a statement and offered your feelings why, then people might look at that and say, okay, that's his opinion. I don't agree with it. But, you know, you don't necessarily have to worry as much as when somebody just shares a meme and offers no context for it. And then you're concerned. Is this, is this their, is this is the way that this is being presented, the way they feel about the topic? And even if he did feel and agree with the content of those memes, as he said, and again, he didn't say that he did, but as he said in his statement, he doesn't agree with the way that it made people feel. And it's something that he probably didn't think about as he posted it, and now he's been educated on it. And sorry if that offends you as somebody who felt that he shouldn't apologize. God forbid somebody learn from an experience, right? Because that learning from that experience made them have a different opinion about the topic than you did. And that's that's what the, what bothers me the most about this. The, the, the horrible app chat messages that I get, and you should see the ones I don't even read on the air because I can't. The phone calls that come in. That's what, it's what it all boils down to, right? You don't like the fact that I think differently than you, and I support things that are different than the way that you think. Instead, you're going to accuse me of being a, a spokesperson for the organizations or that I'm tied into them in any way because I, 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 I couldn't possibly be a, a real rational thinking person and just think, gee, I agree with what it is that they are putting out there. And, and I can't express this enough. I'm sorry if you don't agree with me on these things. But I also don't care if you don't agree with me on these things. You don't matter that much in my thought process about these issues. I make up my mind based on what I think is the situation and listening to the different sides that are speaking logically about it. And then I decide what it is that I want to do. And... Some or what I want to believe. And sometimes that's going to be in disagreement with the way that you think. And that's fine. If you want to call in and talk to somebody that thinks opposite of me of just about everything, Barry comes on at 12.15. But to, to, to work yourselves up so much about what it is that I say, this is just a radio show. Don't put yourself through that. I don't want that for you. I don't want you to have to deal with 
all of the negative emotions that come welling up within you when you hear my voice and you hear my opinions, I don't want you to have to go through that. I want you to have a nice morning. Go out and have some breakfast at just another Phoenix restaurant in Dartmouth. Go out and go out and get yourself some early lunch at Barrels and Boards. You don't have to listen to me. But a lot of people do. Because a lot of people say, gee, I like the fact that things come logically instead of emotionally or have to be tied to some kind of ideology that we can look at everything individually. And some people say, I actually like the fact that he doesn't agree with me on things and presents a different perspective. I may not agree with it, but at least I can hear it. And there are plenty of other people that agree with me. There are plenty of other people that want to see this change in the world. And to say, well, they're not the majority of people. Well, first of all, you don't know what the majority of people feel if you're basing your opinion on that, on who calls into a talk radio show. Just please know that the people that call into WBSM on any side of any issue are not an accurate portrayal of how the general public feels about the topic. These are people that are motivated enough one way or the other about the topic to call into the radio and discuss it. And in some cases, they might be people that have an agenda one way or the other. Or in some cases, they may be people who just call in and complain about things but never actually take action about them. But the calls that come into a radio show on any topic, on any side, are not indicative of how the entire public feels. And to be honest with you, on this radio station... It's been far too long of people from one particular ideology calling in over and over and over again. Every show saying the same things. So how can you look at that and say that that is an accurate representation of how people feel? Don't get me wrong. We love having you call. But you just can't say, well, that's how everybody feels when it's, it's just the people that call in to talk radio. It's not a percentage. This is a coordinated monthly test of the broadcast stations of your area. Equipment that can quickly warn you during emergencies is being tested. If this had been an actual emergency, official messages would have followed the alert tone. This concludes this test of the emergency alert system. The results on it. You can extrapolate those out and, and, and consider it to speak for a larger portion, but... I would never assume that the calls that come in here are representative of how the entire community feels about an issue, which is why 
we allow people to call in that have other perspectives on it. 508-996-0500, you are next on WBSM. Yeah, Tim, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So I, I, I'm a frequent listener of WBSM. I call in all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a fair and balanced uh, radio station. You have Phil in the morning. He's, you know, he's, uh, he's a good radio. He's always been a good radio talk show host, uh, political-wise and everything. Uh, you have left liberal, you know, beliefs, and, uh, you know, that's, that's fine and dandy, too. Um, what I don't agree on is, and, of course, Barry, you know, he's a great radio show host, too. Uh, what I don't agree on is that you are, you guys are running ads, uh, where it says that if you agree or you disagree to please call into the radio show to express your opinions and half the callers yesterday that were calling in, you were hanging up on. I I don't agree with that. I mean, everybody has their opinions. Everybody has their views. And and, and everybody has the right to come on and and, and share them. And when they get to the point where I feel like the conversation's going nowhere anymore, I'm going to hang up on them. Right, but there was a caller that called in yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to hang up on that guy every time, so don't even bring him into the conversation. Which, who who are we talking about? The guy guy that's rude every single time. Well, I mean, you had a couple of people who were rude, but there there was one guy who called in that was... You know, he made, he made a valid point. You know, it's it's uh, you know, it's it's not okay for, for you know you to call somebody an idiot, and then he ends up getting hung up on because he said, "How would you like it if I called you an idiot?" I mean, that wasn't it was it was supposed to be a uh, uh, you know there was supposed to be a rebuttal to that. Everybody's feelings get so we, hurt by me, but nobody's feelings get hurt by the other host when they agree with them. When they agree with what? Because you you agree with the other host, so they don't upset you when they do the same kind of thing. I I, I, I I'm going to tell you right now. I tell you all the time. Every time I call in, too, that I really don't agree with anything that you say political. With, uh, I think I think political. Barry. To, to, all right, so I'm not going to want to get into this yeah. and, and 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 disparage other hosts, but I think Barry is extremely dismissive of people that have different feelings than him. In some cases, uh, you know, he, he he does put on he does put on a hey, I I ain't got to. He, I, I tell it how he it will is. listen. He will nothing. certainly give them their say, but some, you know, you can tell in his voice sometimes that he is not. He is not. He doesn't want to hear it. You know, he'll let them say it, but he's not going. It's not going to change his mind. You know, I hear the right. same thing happen I mean, with all the hosts. But it, 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 just because I have a low tolerance for for garbage doesn't mean that I'm uh, against people calling in and having a different perspective. People that call in and do it correctly, like yourself. Uh, you know, we do it all the time, and we have no problem. My problem is with people that, because for some reason, people decide on this show that they're going to go too far and compare protesting high school students to Nazis. And they're, they're going to call in, and they're going to call people uh, communists. And they're going to yeah, call, I, you know, like, it, it, you're not, you're it, what it is is you're in the realm of the ridiculous, and when you're in the realm of the ridiculous, you get hung up on. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I said, I just wanted to call in and, and you know, I I personally don't agree with, you know, hanging up on anybody on a public radio talk show host or a, a public radio station. Uh, well, not a public radio station. Well, you know what I mean. We we, we as the public are in. Are you have no you have no us. right to call into this radio program. Then then take the ads off the radio. Then that's it. No, that. there's there's no like constitutional right that guarantees that you can call into a radio station. 
if right, somebody abuses the, the policies that we have in place, they don't have the ability to call in anymore. Well, yeah, I guess you're right on that one. Um, although I, I did I did do a little bit of research in history and homework last night uh, after I you know listened to most of the I listened to you and Barry and Phil and South Coast yesterday and everybody was talking about the you know the screw the white guy videos so I had to go find it because I didn't see the I didn't see the video anybody was talking about mm-hmm. but then I went on New Bedford guy uh, New Bedford uh, live Facebook page and I found the video and I mean. Well, that what that girl did was, I mean, outright just wrong. Yeah, it was stupid. It was wrong. Nope. It, was, it was it was wrong. It was immature. It showed it showed how how you know immature these kids really are. I mean, and that's that right there just goes to show you that it wasn't these kids who who. No, it had, doesn't you know, go to show might, you that. No, it doesn't it show that because one kid yeah, me, said something stupid. It doesn't. No. When when. You have a group of kids, okay, protesting something that has nothing to do with with the color of anybody's skin. And then that one person goes and says, screw the white guy, and then everybody starts chanting, screw the white guy. No, they, they just replied one time with it. Oh, you got to... That's the video the video that I saw that Carlos shared was... They well, said, can I, I, I get a screw white man? And then everybody said, screw white men, and that was it. That's yeah, what I saw. I think... I encourage you know everybody to go look at try to try to find the video because it's not just one chant. I mean they had they it was one chant and then they cut it. Carlos edited the video. He cut it after that. Well, that so was and, that was bad editing on his part. Then, if he was trying to get the point across that they kept doing yeah, it, he should have had it. Hey, he should have had the whole video play out. I mean, I've seen videos of forty-five minute videos on his Facebook page that you know could have used a little bit of better editing. I mean, but then when it comes to that video, he, he should have let it play out. A little longer, you know. I, I mean, I that's so. Yesterday, that he said the same thing. Yesterday, he said it was longer, and yet I still haven't seen the longer video. Yeah, he he even said yesterday he should have left. Uh, he should have edited a little bit better. So I, I, mean, I got to see it before I can believe it. Otherwise, I got to go with what's yeah. before me, which was just that they repeated it one time. Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of just agree that they, they there's no. I mean, he, he should have he should have had it a little bit better edited. You know, well, and, I mean, and the that, bottom that line is the kid it. the kid shouldn't have done it, but I'm not throwing out they the baby with the bathwater. I'm not throwing Especially, out everything that they did based on one person's dumb comment. Yeah, and the, and the SRO, or the, uh, the SR, um, school resource officer, uh, SRO uh, demand that they decided to put in there, too. That was a bunch of baloney. Well, they I think if, put that in. I think if they have valid concerns about that, they should address it, but maybe, maybe they should have left that out of it knowing. And again, if they were a little bit more savvy and, you know, if somebody had actually been behind this, which I don't think there was, they would have said, let's save that issue for a different point in time because it would, they would know yeah. anybody that was, you know, trying to create this situation would have known that that would have been a distraction point that would have taken away from the original message. But the ki- you know, just being yeah. kids, they didn't realize that. I, I got to let you go, John, because I got a whole bunch of callers. But thank you yeah, so much. No problem. You have right, a good day. Um, I should take a break, but I'm going to take another call because some folks have been waiting. Good morning. You're next on WBSM, Mister Weisberg. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call, and I'm going to be real quick. Sure. Uh, the first little thing I want to mention is, uh, Mister. Oliver, and I gotta say that right, it's <laughs> my throat in a hurry. You, you got it right, yes. Anyway, I don't think that he should have apologized for anything. I don't think he said anything that bad that's gonna cause all this. The second thing is that woman missing in Fairhaven that was mm-hmm. walking her dog. I'm thinking, uh, 
if she was walking her dog, just hypothetically now, if some guy jumped out and grabbed her or something, I'm assuming the dog, I don't know if it's a pit bull or a chihuahua or a German shepherd, but maybe the dog would have jumped on them, and maybe they ought to do some forensics on the dog to see if the dog bit anybody or got a hair on them or something. Yeah, perhaps. Do something like that? I think they probably do. I'm sure, you know, because they're they're probably looking for any clue that they can get. I'm sure that the dog will be kind of combed over for that as well, especially where, um, you, you know, the like you said, you know, the dog could have jumped up on them. But what if the dog didn't do anything? What if they don't find anything on the dog, too? Does that suggest something? Does that suggest maybe it was somebody that the, the dog recognized? I don't know. And, I, and again, I'm just speculating. I'm not trying to say oh, anything that might be there. But I know. But I would think that if you're walking with your dog and somebody tries to, you know, I'm pretty sure your dog is going to jump back or do something. So maybe there could be something there. It, and I mean, somebody could have came up to me to try to grab me and my dog would have been like, can you take me too? Will you pat me? Like my, my dog would not have been angry <laughs> well, in that situation. I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. All right. Anyway, I hope, they, I hope they straighten all this out about the school because, you know, like I told you the last time, I think that was a big fat setup. Okay. All right. You have a good day. Thank you. You too. And callers, hang on. We will get to you when we come back from the break. We'll be back in a few moments. The local talk doesn't. If you want to call in and chime in or hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app, I will get to some of those app chat messages uh, in a moment. We have a caller who's been patiently waiting. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Uh, yes, I was listening to the conversation you had with the gentleman just before the break. And it seems that when you were talking about the timeline or how many times it was just said or something, you don't even have your facts straight neither. So you're, you, you seem to jump on people right away and try to, you know, diminish what they're talking about, but, you know, and saying they don't have the facts right, but even you don't have your facts so right. So what, what facts am I incorrect on? I'm so not, I'm not sure I'm even following it, where you are. It was only said one time is what you, you were referring to, and actually the, the recording is longer than that. It was well, cut off shot. Well, so, what, I, what I said was I can only go based on what I saw on the video, which was that it was said one time. Okay, so you don't really have the factual information. Am, well, am I correct or am I wrong? Or No, I don't have the factual information if okay. the facts are different, but I said I can only go by what was presented in the video, and if there is longer video, I need to see it. I haven't seen okay. it, so I have to assume that's what out there, what's out there is what I can comment okay, on. Okay, so you, you hadn't seen it, and you st made a statement, and you don't have the facts straight without seeing it. So, okay, okay, okay hold on. So let's say they said it 50 times. Why does it matter? You don't think that's a hate crime. No, my, 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 point is, my point is, does 50 times matter compared to one time? I said it was stupid to say. I don't think it's a hate crime. It would not be characterized as a hate crime by the law. Well, if, if I go call somebody uh, the N-word that's black... Isn't that a hate crime? Or because they're they they are, they are a minority group that has been historically marginalized. God, there's, always, there's always a rule here. I'm sorry that you don't like the fact that some people didn't have it as easy as, as, as white men have had it. I'm sorry that that's not the case. I wish it wasn't. But it is. Well, so you have to accept the reality of that and understand why people are upset about it. 
Well, I'm upset that somebody's calling being... Are you really upset about it, or you just want to get upset about it so you don't have to listen to what the kids were saying otherwise? No, Mr. Weisberg, for one minute. I mean, there there are more interracial marriages today. Am I correct? There's, you know, the, the white individual is actually becoming a minority. <sighs> And when he becomes a minority, is your attitude going to change to this or not? Well, I don't see the overwhelming racism against white people that you apparently think is happening. You don't think that's racism when somebody calls out somebody whitey, uh, death to whitey or something? You don't think that's racist? I, th- I think if somebody said that, yeah, that's 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 mean. That's that's a that's something that you were saying that is dangerous. Okay, I but see. saying so screw we, white guy—that's not something. really that's not really that that dangerous. Well, okay. So we agree on something, but the, one other thing before you, I, I mean, I that's the that's you're essentially saying that everybody that goes to to, to to a wrestling event and 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 says you know John Cena sucks that that means that they are you know racist against John Cena or that they are prejudiced against John Cena instead of them just you know expressing the anger that they feel, which is what these kids were doing when they said that. It's still stupid, and they shouldn't have done it. I agree with that a hundred percent. But there's there isn't that malicious intent behind that that they were afraid was behind some of these memes. Well, I uh, I don't your analogy of John Cena and the wrestling. Seems to be a little far-fetched and off-topic. Well, so is so is you your assumptions about uh, white people being a minority and that they're uh, being hated on by somebody saying "screw white people." Okay, I guess you'll never agree with me. But uh, one other thing before you let me go, um, cutting people off in your ads with WBSN. Uh, I'm going to delete that. I'm going to delete that ad because I'm tired of everybody bringing that up. That's right, for people. people that's, I didn't hear that. Be honest with you. Yeah, no. People bring it up all the time. Like, oh, all your commercials say, oh, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech doesn't mean that you can come on and ramble on about things that aren't true or make accusations that aren't true or get into things that devolve away from the conversation. If I hang up on somebody, it's because they can't respect the general rules and the general um, uh, behavior that we expect from a caller on this station. That's all. Okay. Okay, I agree with you there, but can I just say to you, uh, can you, at times when you call somebody an idiot, to have some respect for his view and not call him an idiot? and you know, maybe Not, not if they're acting like an idiot. If they're acting like an idiot, I'll tell them they're an oh, idiot. So there's two standards Please, for being No, understand, okay. understand uh, that th- when I call you an idiot, I don't call you an idiot because of your views. I, I call you an idiot because of the way you're presenting them. I see. Okay. All right. Thank you for your time, Tim. All right. Have a good day. And uh, listen, if you don't like being called a name, don't call me one. That's all. Don't don't abuse the situation here. And what a bunch of snowflakes you all are over getting called a name. I'm sorry that it hurt you. Maybe you should toughen up. Maybe you need to be a little bit tougher and not be so thin-skinned when the talk radio host, the big bad talk radio host, called me a name. See, you don't get it both ways. You can't say to these kids, grow up. He can post whatever he wants. He can have an opinion. So can I. And if my opinion is that you're an idiot, that's my opinion. 508-996-0500. Let's see. 
Uh, there is a question here from Herb in New Bedford regarding the missing woman. I was wondering why an Amber Alert hasn't been put out yet. There have uh, Is there any ideas as to why there has been? I think Amber Alert's only for um, children, right? Do they do that for adults? I don't know if I've seen that. I've seen a lot of missing persons reports come through and where they want people to be on the alert for adults, but I've never seen like the formalized Amber Alert come through where they like interrupt your phone and all of that. So I don't know if that's something that they do for adults. Uh, not bad in Oak Bluffs. Tim, I've always found you to be a fair host. I applaud you for correcting the wrong information by some of the callers who are misinformed. Uh, let's see that one I'm going to have to click on. Uh, as usual, good job, WB. I'm not even going to read M's comments anymore. You're just a hateful person with all your comments anyway. Uh, Rob, in a question, I find the whole conversation about the counselor's three- to five-year-old memes ridiculous, although not quite that old. It's the perfect example of today's outraged society. These children should be learning how to deal with a little controversy instead of having a tantrum. We are creating a weak society. If a meme being of you being called a name is going to send you to a safe space, you have more problems in the meme. I can't figure out how I survived childhood, been called all kinds of names. Uh, hold on, I lost that. Uh, how I Survived Childhood, been, go- been called all kinds of names, been bullied, and I'm still here. It just made me stronger. Okay, well, not everybody took it the way that you did, Rob. Some people were bullied, and they killed themselves because of it. And transgender kids have a very high rate of suicide, more than the rest of the population. So that's why we're concerned about it, because not everybody can just toughen up and take it. And also... The other part of it, too, is these children should learn how to deal with a little controversy instead of having a tantrum. They didn't have a tantrum. They had a protest. That protest affected some of the change that they wanted. That's what we're supposed to teach kids to do, to stand up for what they believe, right? But because you don't believe what those kids believed, it was a tantrum. 508-996-0500. I will get into some of these other ones. I just got to click on them because they're multi-message and they went too long. Uh, But I got some calls in the line. You are next on WBSM. How are you doing, Tim? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I've, I've withheld calling you because I don't want to make this about me, but with... Uh, well, like, you make every Facebook comment about me, but that's okay. Go ahead. Well, you're not being very tolerant, and you're not learning. You're not taking in and accepting other people's ideas on this and other people's opinions on this. And I thought that was the entire platform was talking together, talking things out, learning from each other, and evolving together. There's no evolving on this program. Okay. Well, then don't There's listen. There's no evolving. There, you know, you, you, you hear, you're stuck you're in this, um, you call it a progressive ideologist is, is what I'd call you. How much learning has happened on Barry's show about this issue? You what? How much learning has Barry done on this issue? Why does he have to? Why do I have to? Because you're wrong, Tim. See, and that's why you're wrong. Because you think that because you disagree with me that I'm wrong, and so therefore I shouldn't be allowed to discuss this in the way that I want to discuss it. You're not discussing it. You are preaching to people. and you So are, listen you to a different station. talking down to people where you shouldn't. You should listen. And you should take in all sides and maybe grow with them. Maybe evolve. Let's evolve. So you want, you just want me to think the way that you do is what you're saying. What if I listen and I still that's, have the same point of view? I'm telling you, Tim, that that's exactly what you are doing. Maybe you don't realize it because... Thanks for, fa- thanks for giving side. me a lecture on how I'm doing my job. Yes. 
Yeah. I am. Because How about you go back on Facebook and make some more comments about the articles that I write? Have a nice day. Yeah, yeah, you as well. It's funny. Tell me I should learn. The most intolerant person that I've ever heard telling me I need to learn. In case you haven't noticed, that caller hasn't called, and it's because I keep calling him out for the fact that he is a person that has a history of hate, yet wants to call in and act like he's some enlightened being. Yet at the same time, all of his comments that he makes on our Facebook posts are horrendous. And he makes, he spends his entire day attacking people. He should have been blocked a long time ago, but I let it go. So, you know, anybody else that wants to call in and lecture me how to do my job, feel free. I'll still be here tomorrow. You can call back tomorrow and lecture me as well. Because the problem here isn't that you think that I'm intolerant. The problem here isn't that you think that uh, I don't do my job correctly. It's that I disagree with you. I have a different perspective of you that you don't like. So for three hours a day, you got to hear that perspective if you keep the radio on. And if you don't want to hear it, turn the radio off. I can't explain it to you any more than that. Nobody is forcing you to listen to this program. Nobody is forcing you to listen to me and my perspective on things. Why do you feel like you are somehow obligated to listen to something that you don't like? Listen, I'm happy that you're listening. I'm happy that you're hearing from our advertisers. I'm happy about all that. I'm not happy about putting you in a position where you're not having a good time. And I'm supposed to be the person that learns from you people calling in with something that's different than me, but none of you have to learn from the things that I bring to you. The hypocrisy is stunning. You honestly just don't want to hear something that is different than what you think. You are not open-minded about these topics. Again, I'm not saying everybody. I'm talking about the people that call in. There's a lot of people who do listen because they are open-minded. They do want to hear the different sides, and they are contemplating what it is. But what this is, is this is just the, 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 the screaming and crying of, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. I want to pretend like it doesn't exist. I can't wait. You know, one of these days I'll come in and I'll just totally lie for three hours and just say all the things that I expect you to say. And you'll all call in and praise me and talk about what a great talk show host I am and what a great job that I do when I'll be doing the exact same thing, only I'll just have changed my opinion. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yes, good morning. I, I heard you say about the no-name, that you're going to go by no-name now. That was a good restaurant, you know, in Boston a, long, a while back. I, I don't... When did I say that? A little while ago, you said, I, you have no-name. I figured you'd take it on no-name. <laughs> no names of calling people names. The no-name restaurant was a good restaurant, though. It was excellent. There was what? There was two yeah. of them, right? Well, not really. It was actually the same one. Um... They had the upstairs, the downstairs. They had the workman's bar many years ago, which was really fun to go and eat at. Oh, I thought they had and, two uh, locations, though. Wasn't There was one, one was in what? Yeah. Dedham? Yeah, but that closed off real quick. That okay. didn't last very But the one in Boston, Commonwealth Pier, is what I'm talking about. Howie Carr still talks about the no-name. I love that place. I used to work right near there uh, years ago. What was, and, what was your uh, favorite the, thing there? Oh, the chowder and the... The fish sandwich was the, the, the oh, that was it. P- that was the best. 
seafood chowder and uh, uh, the fish salad. It seems to me like the, the, the chowder is still like the standard bearer for people who went there. People who say, oh, it's good chowder here, but it doesn't oh, yeah. compare to the no-name. Right. It wasn't called chowder. That their name was called sea. You asked for a bowl of sea. Wow. Seafood chowder. Yeah. Oh, that was a great place. The other thing I had a question for is, how many bumps do you have on your head from banging your head against the wall in the morning? <laughs> uh, my head is uh, pretty hard, so it can take it. Oh, it must be. I'll tell you. I, I, <laughs> I'd give it up, throw my hands up and leave. Have a good day. You as well. No, no, I endure all the um, I enjoy all the arguments with the callers so I can tell them about great restaurants and tell them about great things that they can go out and experience and tell them about places like barrels and boards where you can go out and get some delicious food in the restaurant itself. You can go out there and you can have uh l- listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen the whole menu, I've gone over the whole menu, everything on the menu sounds delicious. I'm still just gonna get the king burger every time that I go. And I get the bacon appetizer. Uh, it, it's I, I I know what I like, and they do a fantastic job. But it is literally one of the best burgers I've ever had in my life. So you can go there and you can have that in the restaurant. But before you go home, stop in the marketplace and get some of their great food to go. They have not only all of the raw ingredients to prepare a barrels and board style meal at home with all of the same quality cuts of meat and seafood that they use in the restaurant. They also have pre-made meals. And that's very important for me when I go there because I don't have a lot of time to cook. So what I do is I grab some of Chef Manny and his uh, his pre-made meals, and I take those, bring them home, and I just heat them up as I need them. And you know what I found out, too, is you know, I don't even need to turn on the oven anymore for some of those. I can put them in the air fryer and cook them that way. It's Or you can if you have a broiler oven, you can put them in there. You don't even need to heat up the whole house, heating up your pre-made meals from barrels and boards. You can also get pizzas and all their signature flavors as well. And, of course, those Montelio's desserts that are in the glass case. Bring home a few of those. And I say bring home a few so that you can eat one in the car on the way home and nobody nobody knows that you had it. Check them out. They're located on Route 138 in Raynham. Barrels and Boards and the Barrels and Boards Marketplace. Check them out online, too, at BarrelsAndBoardsMA.com. That's Barrels, the letter N, BoardsMA.com. 1420 WBN. For the end of the program, so let me take that, and if we have some time, we'll finish off with callers. There are a lot of... Right, we only